the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai. And we're back in the booth like we always do. We step in this booth all the time. And every time we step in this booth, we bring in the truth. And that's the word of God, y'all. Amen. The word that is living, it's alive. It is not dead. It is powerful. It's not weak. So we share this word knowing the power that it has to transform lives. I'm always encouraged every time I read 1 Corinthians 2 and Paul keeps talking about, I don't come to you in my own wisdom, but I come in in, in just preaching Jesus Christ and his resurrection. That is all. I mean, there are so many eloquent words we could use. There's so many verbs we could use. There's so much that we can say that we have learned but the word of God is more power even though we know that history says it's ancient it's been it's been uh, written for so many years but it still has power because God breathed his life upon it when he inspired man to write it when he inspired the prophets to write and and we know that that this word is not just a written word but there's power in it so we preach Jesus Christ resurrected and today actually Actually, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about living like Christ. But I, I just had a little something I want to add to that because, you know, I always say the word is a living, breathing organism. And we know that when we read farther along in John, from John 1 and 1, I think it's about like the 16th verse. It said, now the word became flesh and dwelled among us. So now we get the opportunity to know what the word really is. It's not just the book that we read. It's not just the pages that we turn. It's the actual savior who is the word of God made flesh. And so Jesus Christ is the living word being made flesh and he dwelt with us and he is still with us today. So that's where the power comes from. That's where fulfillment comes from. Come on, let's go. Hallelujah. So we just pray that every time you just hear our voices on here, we pray that it's a voice of encouragement. It's a voice yeah, to remind yeah, you yeah. that the word is powerful. Get in the word. It might seem so simple, and yet there's so many other intricacies and oh, philosophers yeah. and all these things in this world, but there's nothing that is ever going to even come close to the word of God. The one who created all things, who knows all things, he is in this word and yeah, we are so excited yeah, to come yeah, and share yeah, today yeah so i think we're just gonna dive right into this let's we, go we went in on this intro yeah <laughs> let's go so we're gonna talk about living like christ but Ooh, let's just go ahead yeah. and read this scripture out of acts 1 and 8 I'm sure you've heard, if you've heard us, if you listen to our podcast, we're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify. If you've heard our podcast, you have probably heard us say, talk about Acts 1 and 8 when it comes to identity and and, and referring to Genesis 2-7 as yeah, how yeah, they tie yeah, in. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. today we're going to take a different perspective on the same scripture. So Acts 1 and 8 says, but ye shall receive power after the Holy, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye ye shall be witnesses. So that's a word we got to hold on to witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Ooh, 
I like that. Amen. I just, this scripture is so awesome, but today we're going to focus mostly on who's the one that's saying this, this verse. It's, yeah, yeah. it's Jesus. And Ooh. he's saying, you're going to be witnesses unto me. So you're going to share me. So how can I share it on somebody that I don't know? And, and you know, what's funny about that. I'm glad you said that because get, he said now, now, now at this point in place, now you are a witness of me. So now we know that he had eyewitnesses who actually walk with him. We know the disciples. We know the, the, the multitudes that followed Jesus. They were actual eyewitnesses. But here he says, you shall receive power and you become an eyewitness of me. I'm paraphrasing the scripture. But at the end, he said, you should become an eyewitness of me, a witness, just like the witnesses before. And so, wow. Amen. Because he, he did. I mean, we look at John 17. I'm just reminded of that. Jesus, paraphrasing again, but he, he's praying for the disciples and he's saying, you know what? You're with me. You're seeing me, but Lord, I pray for them that they're not only going to uh, uh, be comforted by you and all this wonderful stuff he prayed over them, but he also knew that they were going to go out and be the ones that were going to help to multiply even more disciples because yeah, they were yeah, a witness yeah, of yeah, him. And now we yeah. become a witness through the, the Holy Spirit who tells us that Jesus is real. So if you've ever had that tug in your heart, maybe you have not received Jesus Christ, that tug in your heart, that is the spirit of God that he breathed in you. That's saying there's so much more to life. There's life in God. There's life in knowing who Christ is, who's going to help to connect you back to God and, yeah, who, yeah. And, and every intention he ever had at the beginning. So we just pray that you listen to your heart, that tug that's in your heart. Yeah. That is the Holy Spirit be telling you, you are witness. There is, there is Christ in you that, that that's awaiting you to receive, to open your heart and say, yes, I believe in my heart. Yeah. But we want to focus again on this because it says that you will receive, Steve said, you receive power yeah. when, when he was just paraphrasing there. And it does say that at the beginning, it says, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So it's important to understand that in order for us to live like Christ, because I can only imagine, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a new believer and I'm, I'm expected. I hear people saying, Oh, what would Jesus do? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they still have those wristbands, but you know, what would Jesus <laughs> do? Or, you know, you need to act more like Christ and okay, what does that? mean you know and and maybe it's difficult for me because i have had my way of living all this time that it wasn't aligned to what i could be reading in the bible how can i be like christ or maybe i i don't even want to change i, I like it like this you know so why are you telling me that to be like christ man i mean i i i, I like my life so, you know? so, but, but the good thing is it's saying here that we are empowered. Yeah, it says that the yeah. Holy Spirit, when he comes, he's going to empower you. I mean, let's fast forward. Let's go into Acts 2. Think about it. We, for those that know the scripture, right? They're waiting on this Holy Ghost that has been promised in there Wait. in that upper room. And what happens? The Holy mm. Spirit, the uh, Holy Spirit comes. There's a rushing wind that comes in the room and their tongues of fire and they begin to speak in new tongues and everybody's like whoa what's happening we're speaking in different tongues I, and I, I've always felt like that is so powerful that's the to me it is an identification it was a natural identification of the power 
power that he talked about, that we'll be empowered. How can we reach others if we, if we are all speaking just one language? So how can we reach others if we not we don't have the power to actually go? Exactly. You know? And so he said that you should receive power, you know, to be a witness of me. But so. the amazing thing is that even with the with the new tongues and we see these other tongues that they were speaking, they were speaking each other's languages. So so that was like an identification to say, hey, th that's always how I've interpreted it. And it just blesses me every time that and I've heard people say they were speaking in tongues. They've spoken Spanish fluently and they've never spoken Spanish in their life or in an Indian uh, uh, tribe that they never heard of. But they're speaking fluently in their language, the, the, the wonders of God. How is that possible? That's the power of the Holy Spirit. To so identify. You, yes, yeah. we have been empowered, not just in that way, but in so many ways we have been empowered to live like Christ. It, and, and that's just amazing. And, and so my question is, is so it, it, to identify. So it, if we're living like Christ, who is Christ? Who is Christ? So it, it's it's awesome for us to know who Christ is, but I I, I really wanted to. Sorry, I, I feel like I'm just holding on to this 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 empowerment. And the reason why we wanted to start with the empowerment is that it is so important for us to understand that you don't you're not doing it alone. You have the Holy Spirit, and if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, just just go ahead and, and read in, in John and, and see where Jesus is talking about who the Holy Spirit is. He's going to be a comforter. Yeah, yeah. He's going to teach you all things. And when you begin to understand that, it really empowers you. I believe it's John 11. I, yeah, I yeah. believe John 11, 13, read that. And then John 14, 15, 16, it's talking about who the Holy Spirit is. So you can really understand this very verse, Acts and, 1 and, and 8. And so just to debunk the thing that, you know, say God works in mysterious ways. No, he doesn't. The Holy Spirit is is, is giving you the mysteries of God. So even say, even teach you the mysteries of God. And so when God is not, is working in mysterious ways is because you probably got to get to know him a little bit better. And so I'm not egging on anybody or anything like that. But you know what? The Holy Spirit is the empowering force that teaches us all things, that teaches us the things that we don't even know. You know, we study what's two plus two and we figure it out as four, but what's two plus two plus two plus two plus two plus two plus two and keep adding on. The Holy Spirit has the answer. If we, we, we have to write it down, figure it out, add it all up. The Holy Spirit can give us the answer right away. You know, Amen. and so that's the piece that we we tend to limit God to our own circumstances, limit the Holy Spirit to what we know. And it's not catered to what God is saying he's going to do. You know, the scriptures say that he said he said you should receive power, you know, and that I, I would be able to teach you all things. Once you get the Holy Spirit and you'll be able to, you'll be able to know all things, you'll be able to know all the mysteries and all the things you need to know pertaining to life and godliness. And so. In this scripture, he's telling us, he's like, oh, it's going to help you to be a witness of me. Yeah. So I'm going to help you be a witness of me. And if you haven't listened, we uh, recorded a podcast called, um, is your heart, not is your heart ready for change? Uh, it's called Kingdom Forward. That's what it's called. It's called Kingdom Forward. And we talk about the kingdom of God and how important it is that we are, we are sharing the gospel of the kingdom of God, that we don't belong to the kingdom of this world because the Bible clearly tells tells us in revelations that, you know, all the kingdoms of this world are going to be just, uh, 
it become the kingdom of God. So we know that we are in, in, in a kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. And because we are, we're supposed to be establishing it. And that's why it's important for us to live like Christ so that we, we can, uh, share and establish that kingdom wherever we are, because that's what Christ did. He came and everywhere that he went, if you've read the gospels, Matthew, Luke, John, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you will see that everywhere he went, he was establishing the kingdom, the kingdom's new way of, of thinking it's love above everything to love God, to love your neighbor as yourself. And, and, and those were the greatest commandment commandments, not only that, but to, 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 to continue sharing by doing miracles, signs and wonders that people that don't believe can believe all these things. Those are the things that we're talking about that living like Christ. But Steve asked, he said, but for us to, to live like Christ, some people might not even understand who is Christ. Yeah. And, and, and that's the big picture right there. You know, for us to, to, to try to live like Christ and not know who Christ is. But some say, oh, oh, Christ is God's son. You know, he's sitting on the side of the father. But, you know, and, and it encountered as a ransom that for him to be equal to God. But, you know, but to know Christ and know that he is the savior in the flesh. He came down as a man, stripped himself of all the glory to be like us, to 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 go through life like us and to, to, to show us that we can prevail through life, you know? And so living like Christ, who is Jesus Christ? So let's find out. Let's go into the scriptures. John three sixteen said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that who shall ever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So who is the son that God gave Jesus Christ? Amen. So we get to figure out that Jesus Christ is the son of God, the, the begotten son of God. So that, that means uh, I didn't have to, I didn't have to go sleep with somebody to, to have this son. He was birthed. He was birthed through, through the virgin birth. So, I mean, so here we go. Amen. Yes. And, and, and we see also in John 1 12, it says, but as many as received him to them, he it gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So I love that. There's also another scripture that tells us, um, and I'm just paraphrasing again. Uh, it, it tells us that, that we, he is the firstborn, you know? So, so not only, uh, uh are we say, talking about Christ and living like Christ, but he is the firstborn. So in, in thinking of that, I, I I'm sure there are people maybe that have multiple siblings and usually, uh, you or the younger siblings want to be like kind of the older sibling, right? You look up to the older sibling, whatever they did, you follow after usually. <laughs> I'm not saying that's the case all the time, but that's what to me it looks like, okay, this is this is now he's the eldest. So whatever he did, so are we going to do in this world? So he said that we get the to be empowered by knowing that through him, by believing in his name, we now uh uh are closer even to God as a result. Yeah, yeah. He's the only way, yeah. by the way. Only way to God is yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the only <laughs> way to the Father is through the Son. <laughs> Knowing the Son gets you to the Father. Ain't that some? Ain't that so unique? You know, it's usually like uh, the Father. You you know the Father. You get to know the Son. No, but this time you gotta know the Son and get to know the Father. You take the stepping stones and go ahead with it. You know, and so. That's the awesome part when we're talking about living like Christ, living like Christ. So if we're living like Christ, we have to sometimes put ourselves down. 
You gotta, you know, you gotta put yourself down. You know, you gotta die. The Bible yeah, says. Yeah, the Bible says you gotta go ahead and get <laughs> get down, get get down. You know. Amen. So I mean, I mean, that's the the living part, you know. And so to identify in living, you have to identify who you're living like. And so to be Christ-like is awesome. You know, we we walk this journey, we live this life, and we 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 always talk about on every podcast relationship. And how relationship is the place where we began to strip off me or strip off Steve and you began to put on Christ. And, you know, you began to put on that suit like Christ, you know, you began to say, "Okay, I'm going to study to see what Christ was like, to know what Christ was like. And in studying, you know what? It becomes a heart filled confession confession that becomes you know is it's no longer oh i'm i i got the head knowledge where i i know who christ is i know who christ is you can't tell me who christ is it's not that it's it, it's it's stripping off self you know where you know if if i can be like christ well i gotta know who christ is and i, I mean i have to take it to the heart you know and and you know what that's why we always uh, remind everybody that the G220 effect, which is what we have named uh, our podcast, yes. the G220 effect just stands for Galatians 2.20. And it says, it's no longer I who lives, but it's yes. Christ who now lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in the one who, who I'm just paraphrasing, who saved me. So here we are. We're talking about uh, living this life. As Steve just said, we're living this life, stripping ourselves of us. It's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ because it's identifying that not only is Christ the way to the Father, but Christ is, is the firstborn. Christ is the w- one that says in John 1 12 that by his, by as, but as many as received him to them he gave he power to become the sons of God so now I am a child of God no longer orphaned by him uh, and, and, and we look at the gospels we start to see how he performed miracles how he helped to change the minds of people I mean there's some scriptures that just sometimes just tickle me in the, in, in the things that Jesus did because he was so bold so many times they kept saying who is who who is this guy that's speaking with all this power and authority who is he you know not only that he demonstrated power because he knew who he was in his identity so we can come boldly and share the g220 effect because we understand and have the same boldness that christ in us has has given us words that said that through the holy ghost we will be empowered yeah. to be a witness of him yeah. he's now in me oh how awesome is that and you know christ's life was to only die so he can usher in the holy spirit that we could be just like him and so john 1 and 33 it it gives a great depiction of it um um it gives a great depiction of how the holy spirit was was to be ushered in it says and he and i knew him not but he that sent me to baptize with water the same said unto me upon whom thou shalt see the spirit descending and remain on him The same as he which baptized with the Holy Ghost. So here's John talking about when he's looking at Jesus, he's saying, now I was sent to baptize with water, man. So uh, this guy who's coming, he, I mean, the, the spirit is staying. It ain't leaving. Oh, so this is the signify or the, 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 the signification of the significance of who Jesus is because the spirit remained on him. And so, he who baptized with the Holy Ghost. 
And so the Holy Ghost. So here it is. The, the Holy Ghost fresh on the scene because it stayed on him. And so when Jesus said, he said, I give up the ghost. So if he gave up the ghost. That means he gave it up so me and you can have it and be empowered to go. Amen. To go. The Great Commission is to go, not to stay. And that's what living like Christ is, is that once you know who Christ is, you want to share Christ with everyone else that they may know God in the flesh. Amen. And that they might have rest for their soul. I mean, there's nothing greater than finding that rest. It says, uh, I believe it's in Hebrews. Uh, it talks about, you know, they, they didn't enter into his rest because of their unbelief. I mean, there's just so much that comes with uh, living like Christ. Christ is that I get to rest. Yes, there's so much turmoil. There's so much that goes on in our world. Nothing new even under the sun. I mean, nothing new under the sun. We can look back in history and we can see the same things that are rooted in the same problems. The Bible tells us there's this thing called the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Man. If you if you look back at all the troubles that have been in this world, they are rooted in those things. So nothing is new under the sun. And God knows that. So he says, you know what? I'm going to give you this Holy Spirit. He's going to guide you. He's going to teach you. He's going to, because I know all the codes. I know all the mysteries and I want you to know them too. So that in this life, you can find rest, enter into my rest. And this is the only way you can live like Christ is if you have the Holy Spirit with me, within you and it remain. Amen. You know, it's not just resting on you, didn't leave and resting on you, didn't leave it, but that it actually remains in you. That's why it was so important in Acts 1 and 8 and Acts 2, Acts 1 and 8 and Acts 2 and 8, that when you receive the Holy Spirit, you know, when they were in that room and they were praying and all of a sudden that mighty rush of wind came in, that's why it was so important when that happened. Because they now know I'm a witness of who Jesus Christ is, and I didn't even meet him. You know, you know, I'm reminded of the scripture when Jesus said, "Greater told Timothy, greater is them that see have not seen me and believe me." Why? Why? Why did Jesus tell Timothy that? I want to give you why he, he told Timothy that because he said it's a generation of people that won't see me will believe me, and guess guess why? Because they will have my spirit in them, and my spirit will produce always. It will never not produce. God's spirit never fails and he never fails. So there it is. And you know what Jesus also said? He said that, you know, greater shall we, greater, greater things are we going to be able to do than yeah. what he even yeah. did because he had a mission, you know, at the end of his life, he, he, he said, you know, I came to do the will of the father. Yeah. You know, I'm laying down my life. It was part of the will that I have for my life. It's part of the mission that I was called for. Yeah. And, yeah. and like Steve said, you know, he was there to come and bridge the gap. Not only that, then to usher in the Holy spirit who will now allow Allow us to have that witness in us of who Christ is. So, so he's saying, I laid down my own life and, and here I am. I've, I've finished my mission. Now you guys, you go ahead, you share with the world, you show them miracles, signs and wonders. You teach them what the word says. You share the truth of what yeah, the word says. You yeah. give them those prophecies of the things I've spoken, the things to come so that they could be comforted. You awesome. go and tell them that I love them, that 
that the, the love that you share as my disciples, that same love, you can have it also and be part of this family. So this is what living like Christ is going to produce. Mm. It's going to produce that. And, and that is why it is so important for us to talk about this, that we should be aiming to live like Christ, knowing that we've been empowered to be like Christ, that as he is, so are we in this world? I'm just going to read that. John 3, 17, for God did not send the son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. He yeah. didn't come to condemn yeah. us. And and, and yeah. there's also a scripture in Proverbs that talks about, you know, as, as I believe it's Proverbs 4. I hope I'm right. But it says as he is uh, and so are we in this world or it, maybe it's in one first john that's, second john third that's, john it's first john 4 okay. 17 i i got you i got you i, I got your backup you know I'm, I'm here for that you know yeah i ain't oh, just yeah. i ain't just over here gripping and griping you know i, I got your backup right here amen 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 yes it's first john 4 17 it says here in is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world and you know what that means that boldness just i know who i am and i know who i serve and i'm bold about it because guess what because i know as he is so are we i'm just like him so i'm good you know ain't, ain't none ain't none holding back ain't none hiding underneath in me it's everything to the forefront because guess what i'm living my life like christ you know, living like Christ, as this podcast this day says, you know. And so my question is here right now for you out there listening, what things of Christ do you identify with most and what resonates? Savior, Lord, King, does he hold all these places in your life? And so that is what I'm asking you out here. It's a question for you to ponder on, a question for you to think on, you know. And so what do you get from those things when you hear that Savior, Lord, King? How, does he hold all these places in your life? Because he should, you know, he should have. He should be Savior, Lord, King to you because one day he's going to crack the sky. And when he cracks the sky, he's going to be Savior, Lord and King. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. So we just are always excited to uh, just talk about this because like we said, Galatians 2.20 is talking about it's no longer us who leaves, lives, but it's Christ who yeah. lives in us and the life that we now live, we live through him, Christ, who yeah. saved us. So we that's our identity and that's why we're yeah. bold to yeah, share yeah, what yeah. we share. And, and, and going back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, Jesus saying that I'm doing what my father tells me to do, me and him are one i mean when your identity is so secure there's no separation and that's the kind of relationship that he wants with us where you can't tell uh, uh, one from another i know we always get this sometimes steve where people say you guys sound just alike i yeah. mean everywhere last time we were at, at the airport <laughs> this lady says oh wow you guys just sound just so alike like and and that is the kind of bond yeah, yeah. That, that christ wants with us i mean I'm not saying our bond because it doesn't do any justice to truly what he wants but an example of it is, yeah, is that yeah, is that yeah, he wants yeah. us to be so much like him that there's no difference you can't tell man you 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 look like jesus man you sound like yeah, jesus man there's yeah. something about you you should be different because he was different yeah and we, we're not trying to say that you 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 got to look just like jesus and walk just like jesus because god uses our personalities he uses the being that we are to to just 
for somebody or somebody else in this world or just for us to for people to see and grow man from it you know so you know we're not saying that but we're saying that the bar is christ the bar that you reach for is christ being like christ yes and and by being like christ it's not necessarily the characteristics that are you know god gave us that those natural characteristics but the underlining identity knowing who you are knowing what purpose god called you for because like we said jesus's mission was different from mine yeah, from steve's yeah, yeah. from anybody else out there we all have a calling in, on our lives that yeah. Yeah. That God is going to use every one of us in our uniqueness, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. He He made us all different, but yet beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. He even says in yeah. Ephesians 4 that all these, we are like a representation of different parts and all these parts come together and they work out really nicely. It's so, so we know that our uniqueness is wonderful, but knowing who Christ was, that he was not afraid. He was bold. He spoke with authority. Why? Because he was led. He also had the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Spirit. <laughs> remain of as we read in the scripture it yeah. never left it remained on him yes yeah, so that <laughs> empowered him to be who he was to accomplish what he god had for him as his mission on this earth so it's just knowing who we are and having our identity so rooted in christ so rooted in in in, in what god says we are that they nobody can tell a difference they they read the word and they can see it come alive in, yeah, in all yeah. that we do yeah and always say being like christ results in to living and operating different and that's because christ didn't follow the world's agenda he didn't follow after the agenda or follow after people telling me oh you should do this jesus you should do this oh well you know what because the people want me to do this i'm going to do this no he didn't do that what he did was the will of the father the father told him to do this and he stuck strictly to it and so that is what christ wants from us that if god tells you to do something and then your brother tells you to do something who's one you who, who which one will you do first are you going to do what christ told you or your brother and so you have to be able to know the choice that you should make in that instance and it's based on relationship because savior lord and king or brother you have to make a choice so i mean which one's stronger in you and i just say this as believers when we begin to live like christ we already know the choice we're gonna make savior lord king outweighs brother because brother is just the brother you know and what happens when your brother needs you more you know what if you listen to the savior lord king you are you are effective you are more effective than listening to the savior lord king to help your brother in the end and so that's where we at that's who we gonna be and you know what we always like when we get close to closing we know we got the little sins that we do you know living like christ so amen amen no i just i just got really excited on that last part and i pray that we just really take some time to really think on the things yeah. and the choices that we make on a daily basis yeah. and the encounters that we make are they representing the lord as king in our life as Steve said as yeah. savior as lord or am i being more pleasing to man and jesus was never pleasing to man but he was more pleasing to the will of the father because you knew that he was sent to do the will of him who sent him yeah. so we just pray that you will be empowered you'll be encouraged to do exactly what god called you to do on this earth and we pray that this podcast has been a blessing this recording has been a blessing and we're ghosts <laughs>